Hello and welcome to Parental Guidance Suggested. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens. And we are here to tell you about movies in the theater. All kinds of movies that go to that their theater. Now, we did say we weren't going to just talk about superhero slash sci-fi slash fantasy movies, but... Those are the ones they release in, this time of year. In direct contradiction <laughs> to the things that we said. Yes. And this, for the first time, but not the last. Adam has seen it. I haven't. I am planning to see it. And the it in question is Solo, Solo a, a Star, Star Wars, Wars story. story. <laughs> as if, as if, like, when they play the... Somebody would just be like, I wonder what it's... Re Did they make a movie about the cups? <laughs> do, you, do you think that... Is it an animated film based on that? I don't know. No, I... So, to set this up, the scuttlebutt has been, it did not do great on its opening day. And... By great, we mean millions and millions and millions of dollars still. But people are calling it that it made Fantastic Four money. And uh, that's, no, not, a, that's no, not a good thing no, to say. None of the Fantastic Four movies like made this kind of money. At least at least not in their opening weekends. Hey, Minion, while we're talking, yo, yo, uh, see if they have released a three-day take yet on Solo of Star Wars story. Because first they said it's going to make 170 million. Then they said, eh, maybe just 130. Eh, maybe it's only going to make 115. Still, that's a lot of money. I, I think the problem that you run into there is because it's a Star Wars movie. Yes. The, there are, let's see, Last Jedi crossed the billion dollar mark. Mm -hmm. um, and like an hour. Force, Force Awakens crossed the $2 billion mark. I believe. Whenever they re-released episode one, I think it crossed the billion dollar mark. View just for inflation. Oh. When they did the 3D re-release of episode one. <sighs> Looking back on it, I defended the prequel movies. I don't think yeah. I ever actually loved them. There are parts of those movies that I think are well done. Yeah. Um, oh, it's the, to say that the prequel movies are bad, you do have to... Put almost it, kind of quantify yes, certain aspects of it because it's not that there we've seen some oh like okay, eye gouging movies liam neeson mm -hmm. is exceptional in oh, episode yeah. one is episode one exceptional no episode one is not exceptional. no it is not i i don't like that stupid pod race like <laughs> i i just can't the pod race to me was like oh but that's a game. They've just they just made a game. Like the, the, the all consoles. tension is lost. I'm like, does Anakin make it out of there? And I'm like, yes. Yeah, yeah he, he does. definitely makes it out of there. He he has to. He absolutely has to. Mm-hmm. The lightsaber battle in episode one, incredible. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, was all that stupid stuff about Anakin like doing tricks while in his uh his starfighter? Was that exceptional? No. No, mm -mm. it was nowhere near exceptional. And was Hayden Christensen in those movies just a bad actor? Or was he trying to echo Mark's first role, first big role, where Mark Hamill was not yet the developed fine actor he became? And that we know him as. Now. Yes. Admittedly, and it's part of the fun, he was kind of whiny in A New Hope. And this is coming from comments made by Carrie Fisher, Harrison Ford, and Mark Hamill. George Lucas is not a very engaged actors director mm -hmm. uh, apparently a lot of the coaching that he gives is faster more feeling like 
And I, like I said, I, I know that I'm saying this and it sounds like you're, you're biting the hand that feeds you because like I, I've seen Empire, I've seen Jedi, I've seen a new, I've seen these movies hundreds, if not more Mm -hmm. times. Um, but as an adult, I can look back on episode one, two, and three without any of the benefit of the nostalgia that the others possess and just sit there and go, okay, this is what's flawed about it. Mm -hmm. And to a certain extent, that's what I'm doing with the, the Disney produced Star Wars films. Yes. So now we go back to this. Disney, are they losing out at the box office right now? No. No. Not at all, because they they are getting money from all of the 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 Infinity and the Deadpooling. It's all kicking back there. The cartoon series, like the lunchboxes, the video games. Walt's frozen head is going to stay sentient for millions of years to come. Like, this this is feeding the beast. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. And I haven't seen Solo yet, but I'm going to tell you right now, they're going to make a sequel. Um, How could they not? I, I'm I'm going to do my absolute best not to ruin anything because there were some genuine surprises in this. Oh, really? Good. That I did not like. Some of them were just nice, pleasant Easter eggs that, like, I kind of caught. Like when I heard a certain word, and I went, "Oh, that's nice." Towards mm-hmm. the end of the film, there is a a moment that I genuinely did not expect, and it's the 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 feeling I got. Is it concerning the Darth that is not Vader? I don't want to go into any more than I've said okay. right now. <laughs> That's really all I know. Um, but honestly, like the feeling I had before I actually saw the prequels, like I think that may be the last time I've really had that kind of feeling in a Star Wars mm-hmm. film. Like I wasn't a big fan of Last Jedi. I think a lot of Force Awakens, Apes, A New Hope. Like mm-hmm. it's it's a carbon cop. It's like getting to watch like your favorite movie like in a four four K upgrade. Mm-hmm. I I love a lot of Force Awakens, but I don't think it's its own film in its own right. I think it borrows so much. Like, it, is the thing that you love about Force Awakens like the new characters, or did you love Harrison Ford in the Force Awakens? <laughs> Do you was just it, love Harrison Ford? Was it the brand new narrative that it gave, or was it recycling what they had done a lot of in a new ho- like? And I, I think- could go on and on about how I think Rogue One is spectacular in and of itself. It's its own little yes, contained story, it truly and that's what is. I love about like, and it it doesn't heavily borrow or necessitate the use of the Jedi mm-hmm. or anything. Like, Darth Vader does make an appearance near the end, and yeah. it's, it's exceptionally oh, yeah. fun. But if you clip that out of the movie, the film still works. It certainly does. I could go on and on about my love of Rogue One in that it can do that. But Solo was wrought with drama Toward, behind the scenes. When they had shot, I, I believe they had said 80% of the movie, they fired the directors, the original mm-hmm. directors, brought in Ron Howard, who ironically enough was who George Lucas wanted to direct mm-hmm. Return of the Jedi. Or no, it was Return or Empire. And who had worked with him on, on American Willow. Graffiti. And, and, and Willow. And later Willow, yeah. So he, and Ron Howard now, he's not little Opie Cunningham. He is a, an he's an older man now. Yeah, yeah. And so he he knows a little bit of where the characters came from from the creator, is what I'm trying to say. What I, mean, I had heard was the directors, directors, directors. That, were let, that were let go, they weren't following the script. And apparently that's the problem from what I have been told. Now, if you look at their back, like uh, I believe they had done a Lego movie, like 
I will guarantee you. And they were younger. That's the point I'm trying to make. Yeah. They were younger and approached it differently than Ron Howard did. I would say they they let the actors go off book mm-hmm. a lot because that's the way Lego Movie struck me. Like, even yeah. though it's an animated film, I guarantee you they, they were, it was more of a, I need you to get here by the end of the scene. Mm-hmm. This film, uh, Solo, was written by Lawrence Kasdan. Lawrence tell, Kasdan, tell the people who he is, because he's a great guy. For those of you who are unaware, you need to thank them for your love of Star Wars. If there's anybody besides Hamill, Fisher, Ford, and Lucas that you need to thank, it's this guy. Mm-hmm. He wrote Empire Strikes Back. He wrote Return of the Jedi. He wrote Raiders of the Lost Star. Like, okay, the, yeah. I, I'm just saying, like, this guy is, he is responsible for... Probably how like, our minds work. The maturation of the Star Wars. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, like this guy is as close to like right. Like when he writes it, it's like it, it's prophecy. Like yeah. And I think you've got Kathleen Kennedy, who was handpicked by George Lucas, has and this is, I believe, the last thing he wrote before he kind of stepped out of his creative consulting capacity for the new Star Wars films. Going off that is like. Doing the Ten Commandments, but changing the part with the Red Sea. Like, just being like, no, see, we were going to do that, but we decided it's going to be a boat chase. And then they're, and like, kind of like figure that if you were trying to sell that to that. Charlton Heston, yeah. just being like, we know you wanted to do the Moses movie, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. But Pharaoh has a speedboat. Yeah. And you've got, let's say, a schooner, and there he's just like, uh. <laughs> I oh. shall not. You ha. <laughs> like So Lawrence Kasdan is a big deal. Huge huge deal. Like in And these, has a lot of street cred. Yes. Especially in the Star Wars like universe, if not like in the film universe at large. Mm-hmm. Um when they did that, I think that they probably upset the powers that be. Mm-hmm. Uh Kasdan in particular, Kathleen Kennedy, whom I, I'm guessing sided with the man who wrote Empire Strikes Back, just going, well, <laughs> let's see. You, I like Lego movie guys, all right? But this dude over here is responsible for two-thirds of the original trilogy, which, by yeah. the way, is why we're all here right yes, now. Yes, so you can, uh, you can take your Legos and go home. And much in the same way that after Gareth Edwards... Um, had kind of been escorted off Rogue One in mm-hmm. favor of Tony Gilroy. Mm-hmm. They brought in Ron Howard and Lawrence Kasdan again, and kind of, I guess, righted the. And I, I've I haven't seen the the footage. Like I don't know what state the film was in mm-hmm. when they got it, but these two were brought in, I think, to bring a more traditional approach to, or or I guess the original vision that uh, Kennedy and the other producers had originally sought out now i'd like you to you've you've realized this by now when adam cravens and i talk about film we just don't say we saw this movie we liked it we didn't like it and when we talk about films that we know and love we know a lot about them it's it's that's what this podcast is all about it's like double clicking on a wikipedia link It, it like it just it leads down a rabbit hole it certainly does. We we can be your Wikipedia, and uh, and if you don't know what that is, you've probably already stopped listening. Yes. at this point, yes, <laughs> I, I think that's fair. That's fair. So, and I do want to throw this in uh, when we do review parental guidance suggested. 
we're not going to spoil the movie for you. You can trust us with that. And it, if I were to say anything that might lead to that, I'm going to give you a warning yeah. for about five minutes and before I do And it'll be I totally it. your fault if you do not like, I mean, you will just constantly just hear, I'm like, I'm about to do it. I'm going to do it in, now I'm going to count to 10 and I'm going to mm-hmm. say it again. And after I do that, I'm going to count to 10 again and then I'm going to do it. I need to make sure that you've turned <laughs> off the audio. I, I, will, I will not just blurt it out. But I'm also going to make assumptions that you know in Titanic, the boat sinks. And in the crying game, the the chicks are dude. If it's revealed in the preview, yes. I like I'm going I'm going to assume that you come into it with a certain degree of knowledge mm-hmm. like about it. Like I the, the Millennium Falcon shows up in this movie. Whoa, I think surprise. everybody is aware of that. And I only know a little bit of the plot, but I know that Han Solo survives whatever danger he's in. Which is kind of the inherent problem with yes. doing prequel films like yes the the actors or characters that you know are in later films can't die and the actors or characters that are not in the later films you understand to a certain degree are expendable yes now the first complaint i have heard from my sister who loves star wars but maybe not on the level that we do but has seen them over and over she says I don't know if I want to see Solo because he doesn't look like Harrison Ford. <laughs> I <laughs> you've I heard that from other people though. Like I, yes, yes, you have. <laughs> the problem I th- it's the the problem. By the that way, the actor's name is. I I don't want to butcher the pronunciation. The guy who is not Harrison Ford. It's okay. Well, okay, Minion. What is the name of the actor who plays Harrison Ford? Because he's the actor who plays Harrison. Ford. <laughs> Harrison Ford. <laughs> Harrison Ford plays Harrison Ford in real life and in the movie. That, that's what you think. <laughs> Han, Han Solo? The actor who plays uh, Han Solo. See, now that's, that's a thing. Harrison Ford is so connected to Solo. I, the point I was going to make, Godfather Part Two. Robert De Niro had the unenviable task of playing a character that Marlon Brando had played too much acclaim mm-hmm. in X-Men First Class. Solo, a Star Wars story. Just hand it to me and I'll try to butcher it. James McAvoy uh, and is playing a character once inhabited by Patrick Stewart. Like I'm going to say Alden, and I'm going to go with Ehrenreich. That's what... I, Alden Ehrenreich. I, I, I almost mean, need a phonetic German. spelling because I don't want to disrespect. Okay, Alden Ehrenreich. Um, what has he done? Anything else that we would know him from? Uh, he's been in a couple of Coen Brothers movies. He was in uh, Hail Caesar. We're going to uh, Wikipedia. Off directly the top of my head. Uh, Ehrenreich is correct. Thank you very much. He was born in '89. He's from America, and his feature film debut was in Tetro. And that he was in a Woody Allen movie, so he's in a Coppola movie, he's in the Coen Brothers, so people like him. People like him a lot. So, yeah. All right. But most people don't know who he is. I didn't know who he was, and I think you needed that to do this. I don't need to see... Well, Tom Cruise would be too old, but still, I don't need to I, see I a big the, name the to be solo. You were trying to, yeah. Yeah, I don't need that at all. So I like that, and I don't... From the trailer, I didn't really pick up on everyone. Is is the original Wookiee still our Wookiee? No. Um, I believe this is the Wookiee that picked it up as of Force Awakens. I see. Now, keep, 
keep in mind when the original Star Wars was made. I would say if he did, that Wookiee would be moving uh, slowly. Well, he is, what, 190 years old? Well, according according to, uh, like, canon, as established by Peter this Peter Mayhew, uh, I guess not. Is he bummed? I, Peter Mayhew may actually be 190 years old yeah, at this point. Yeah, he may. Like... <laughs> so, anyway, the here's the story of a lovely lady. So, it's about Han Solo. This is what I know, and then you correct. It's about Han Solo. True. Some of the timeline is it's roughly 10 years before episode four, A New Hope, generically. I think that I don't think they ever completely establish it, but like working out it in our mm-hmm. our heads, like a, a friend of mine and I saw it. It's some takes someplace mm-hmm. probably 10, 20 years before. And that he is 10 years older than the the Vader twins. I think that's and yeah. that he met Chewie when he was around nineteen, and this starts a couple of years before he meets Chewie. Yes. 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 I think. Yeah. That's and all. that's that's really all I know about it. And what I have heard as I kept reading, I wanted to read reviews without too many spoilers, because I'll see it with or without the spoiler. But as the weekend progressed, as its opening weekend progressed, the more I read about it was. You may go into it with a meh and come out of it with a wow, that was really a pretty good movie. And hey, you should ignore everyone who said this is a messed up movie and you should actually go see it because Ron Howard knows how to make an entertaining blockbuster. He genuinely does. Like this is the Oscar winning director from Apollo 13, Ransom. uh, Ron Howard genuinely knows how to make an exceptional movie. Beautiful Mm -hmm. Mind. Um, And like... As of recently, I don't think he's gotten a lot of the love critically or at the box office. Um, This is a well-crafted movie. Mm -hmm. The only thing I think the actor that is playing Han Solo in this movie has going against him is that he's not Harrison Ford. Mm -hmm. He is inhabiting a role of one of the most charismatic and successful actors of the last, let's say, 50 years. Mm -hmm. Um, Anybody that stepped into that role was going to have a tremendous amount. If you had not seen Han Solo before, if this character had been newly established in this movie, I think you would find him charming. You would find him funny. Like, you would be engaged. And by that's this what character. I have read. Once you get past, he doesn't look like Harrison Ford, then there is charisma with the actors. The actors, when they're all together, are fun to experience. The, the point that this movie gets to I don't again, I don't want to get into too much of it. There's a card table mm-hmm. when it gets to the point where um he meets up with um Lando mm-hmm. is when this movie really shifts into gear. The charm mm-hmm. just starts spilling out. And I think it really the the pace like quickens and it's really the point that I thought the movie, once it had to get past kind of its narrative mm-hmm. um, and setup, it was allowed to kind of be the Han Solo movie. Like, and these are things that you already know. You already know that he's cocky. You already know he's a really great flyer. And you know that he won the Millennium Falcon from Lando. You know that going into. And if you didn't, well, everybody else knew and you just found out. But that's a given. And you know that he ends up with Chewie and adventures ensue over the and he has problems with Jabba 
Do we, do we meet Jabba in this? Jabba the Hutt? Jabba is alluded to mm-hmm. in this film. And as I understand it, they have signed most of these actors for multi-picture deals. Mm-hmm. So that like there's potential for a, a, a solo quadrilogy, trilogy, like septology. Mm-hmm. How, however long these puppies make money, like Disney will probably keep on making them. And that being said, they just announced the Boba Fett film. Your feelings. I am not a fan of Boba Fett. You don't love Boba? No. Uh, everything that anybody likes about him is from the expanded universe. That's true. The The point I've always made to people, uh, because I, I don't remember necessarily who established this, um, but it's both in the Star Trek universe and the Star Wars universe. More or less, they've said, if it happens on screen and it happened before in a book, the screen gets to trump whatever yes. the book said. Yes. Um, Boba Fett is... The worst <laughs> bounty hunter in in the world. And I, I, I cite Return of the Jedi. He was shot by a blind man and he fell into a hole that ate him. Like <laughs> he has got the coolest suit that anyone ever died in. Like uh-huh. it has a jetpack. Yeah. Um all I know is that he's not supposed to disintegrate things. Like Vader tells him no disintegrations. Like it it was were the two of them hanging out one night? They got drunk and he kept disintegrating something. Mm-hmm. Maybe someone that Vader liked. Did he disintegrate like one of his old baseball cards? I don't. I don't we know. Don't care. Nothing yeah. Boba Fett does in anything that is not a video <laughs> game, a book, a cartoon, or anything else is exceptional. All he does is get shot and die. By I'm, but grant you, grant you, Han Solo, but Han is blind. This Han ain't he ain't in like fighting shape, okay? This ain't Rocky Four at the end, right. all right? Like this is if Rocky had a fought Clubber Lang, but Rocky had rolled over because he was asleep and accidentally tripped him. Like <laughs> that's that's what Boba Fett is. Now you'll enjoy this because uh, Adam Adam desires to be the crotchety old man that my husband has been since he was probably thirty years old. Jim Jim is my my Alec Guinness and I am his Mark Hamill. And Jim and I didn't meet when Star Wars came out, but years later. We're talking about Star Wars. He loves the Star Wars, and I'm talking about Boba Fett. And he says to me, who's Boba Fett? And that's when my head exploded. For me, prior to the Internet, I think the whole Boba Fett thing happened because of the Internet. Because when I saw Star Wars over and over, I knew the guy's name was Boba Fett. I like saying Boba Fett. I think it's fun. If it had been a harder to pronounce name, I like saying Boba Fett. And there was there was a book, but there wasn't that much Star Wars to consume. So you learned Everything. everybody. Yeah. And I think that's really what happened. I think I think he was a cool toy. I yeah. think he had a great helmet. He had a rocket pack. And like there was something that came out of his arm. And I think people built this mythology Correct. around something that looked cool. Not yes. because of anything he did. Yes, and I agree with that. And I think that's why I remembered him, because he looked cool, and I enjoyed saying his name. Yeah, I will grant I will grant all of that. I'm just saying, when anybody tries to argue with me, I'm like, what did he do in Empire? That was awesome. Yeah, Tell nothing. me. Correct me if I'm wrong. In one of the prequels, we find out that there are a gajillion clones. Apparently, all of the stormtroopers, or at least the ones yes. that weren't like taken from their parents' side, are all. Yeah. So let's say no, that are, again. No, they're they're not Boba. They're uh, Jango. They're his father. They're yes. All, they're they're of Fett lineage. 
Yes. So let's hear that again. All of the stormtroopers, except for the ones that were taken from their families, like Finn, because we haven't seen the I other. Don't know, I don't know fets. exactly when they stopped cloning yeah. the Fets. Why would they and stop? They, and cloning they were just them? like, you know what we should do. People already have a bad view of us. We've got to get a PR campaign that is going to wipe that out and is going to get <laughs> them behind the empire. Ted, what do you want to do? Uh, let's let's rip children from their parents' arms okay. and uh, uh, get them into this totalitarian army. Yeah, okay. Right, let's Ted, do it. Ted, that's a different kind of idea. But yes, let's steal children from their parents. <laughs> Who's behind this, huh? Huh? Oh, Anybody want to get force choked? We're upset Who the wants it? You want to get force choked? All right, we're doing this. We're doing this. <laughs> so we don't know clearly what the Boba Fett movie is going to be, except it's going to be a prequel because Boba's dead. You you know what I would love to see? What? <laughs> I would what? I would love it to be just like revealing that that's really what he is. He just keeps tripping into holes like. <laughs> It's like it reveals that he is just as as useless as he is established to be in the original. Like it's they get somebody like from He's like Monty Dagwood. Python. He's the Dagwood. Yes, they get like Monty, somebody from Monty Python yeah. to play Boba Fett in these movies. Like, and he's the butt of all jokes. Yes, but but he's got a great helmet. Yeah. I'm, I don't I would th- see Disney that. will probably not go this way. Yeah, and if they were going to call me, they probably just hung up now. Yeah, probably. Pretty but man, what, I would have some respect. Just being like, guys, I didn't see you doing this. Really <laughs> thought you were going to go with a killer bounty hunter. <laughs> but like go, going with, with a bit more of a, uh, like, wow, that's, that's just exceptional. So what other ancillary characters can get their spinoffs? I I think the fact that Ewan McGregor is at the perfect age to play Obi-Wan Kenobi while mm-hmm. he is in the Tatooine desert. Yes. Like, you, you don't have to de-age him. You don't have to, uh, what do you, up-age him? I don't know. A- ageify? Or ageify or ageification? Or just age him. Maybe that's it. Yeah, I, I think there, that's I it. just, I needed yes. a good, I, I thought there was a suffix. And or I a, think there is talk of that. That needs to happen now before, it's kind of like, when I wanted Hobbit movies, yeah, and I was sitting there going, get it. Ian McKellen Kinda is old. not getting younger, guys. He wasn't young when he played Gandalf before. Mm-hmm. We are we are closely, like very, very close to at a time that I, I don't want to occur, but Ian McKellen is not going to be young. Uh, and by forever, I mean he's not young now, guys. Yes, and they did it, and I'm I'm happy about that. There's at least three hours worth of good Hobbit in those yes. films. Yes, and I am to the point where it's like, I don't want to hear that, you know, you and McGregor took a vacation and went bungee jumping. Stop him from doing that until we get yeah. this filmed, okay? Like, there... You cannot tell me that there is not a film to be had. And I'm not saying a trilogy. It doesn't have to be nine films. Like, it doesn't have to involve the Skywalkers. Like, let that guy have... Okay, there's gangsters mm-hmm. on, on Tatooine. The mm-hmm. Huts are on Tatooine. You're going to tell me that he just went out there and sat yeah. in his his hutch or tent or whatever, whatever he had up there it was like a, a for 20 years igloo. and didn't do anything. You're telling me that guy that could not help himself... From just fixing everything. Oh, what's this? I'm going to go over to... What? You've got clones over here? Yeah, I'm going to fix that. All right. Yeah, that needs to happen. And I I think that's reasonable and expected. Uh, Now, 
there could be a, a what's life on Alderaan like? Maybe I'm thinking I'm thinking way out there. I want to say one more thing about the Obi-Wan movie. Yes. That is not announced and has not said. Um, Rebels, the Star Wars animated series, has been said to be canon from Disney. Hmm. Darth Maul is alive in Rebels. That guy almost certainly has some beef with Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yes. What for cutting him in half and throwing him down a hole mm-hmm. which which is apparently what a lot of Star Wars characters do with characters that are evil yes. stick them down so, holes uh, Darth Maul killed the guy from Taken okay there you go he killed Scar no not Scar no another guy with an accent sorry sorry Liam, Liam Neeson killed Liam Neeson <laughs> so he killed him and then Obi-Wan uh he cut him in half like That's Darth Maul goes from this this beautiful ballet of a dance like mm-hmm. With the lightsaber that he has used like a surgeon's scalpel for mm-hmm. the last eight, nine minutes. And then he just goes to whacking the floor in front of Obi-Wan Kenobi. And whoosh, he's done And for then him. he cuts him in half. I'm just saying, do, would who would love to see a rematch mm-hmm. between these guys? What? What's going on with the Maul family? Like, just just tell me. Or you can make a sitcom called What's Going On With The Malls. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's about, uh, turns out Darth Maul just decides. <gasps> wait, wait, wait. And the Fets are their bumbling next-door neighbors. That, I, th- I, I think we've solved the Obi-Wan movie, the Boba Fett movie. Yeah. I think we've solved sure. them all. All right. Now, oddly enough, uh, a half an hour later, we're talking about Solo. Yes. And uh, it's, it's a must-see for entertainment. Is it a standalone? Let's say you know nothing about Star Wars, because there are still people who I know say this just to annoy me. I've never seen a Star Wars movie. Whatever. I don't care about you anymore. You will Can not, you see it? You will not get all of the asides or... They're not really even in-jokes. So I, I'm going to say they're, they're probably Easter eggs. Mm-hmm. There is a lot that's littered through, throughout here. Mm-hmm. That you will appreciate if you are a fan of Star Wars. Like but a if lot. you know nothing, are it's a it is a story in and of itself, and you'll be able to get it. Much in the same way that Rogue One stood by itself. Okay. Like if you like, you get that the Death Star is bad. Like you understand that the Rebels have to have it. Like mm-hmm. you don't get all of that kind of uh, in, uh, added engagement by the fact that you know what it does in Episode Four, or you know what happens directly after the events of Rogue One. And do you know why he doesn't like hokey religions and prefers a good blaster on his side? Um, there uh, again, without okay. without right. getting into all of this, <laughs> they do a lot to establish the character that we n- get to know uh, in Episodes Four, Five, Six, and Seven. Do he and Chewie ever play that monster chess game? Um, Chewie and he do not, but I will tell you this, and I did not expect this to happen. There's a shower scene with Han and Chewie. Well, <laughs> I, uh, and, uh, okay, let's just leave it there. Yeah, like you, you'll, you'll know it when it's happening, but I was just like, huh, huh, <laughs> huh. how about well, that? Well, there you go. Do they ever talk about Ewoks and say, why aren't they, uh, baby Wookiees? Anyone? No, 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 no. Ewoks are directly referenced. And what about the little parrot things that are new? What are those? The I know what you're talking yeah. about. Um, no, it's not a penguin. It's not a parrot. It's that new thing. Okay, it's the thing that Chewie was going to eat until yeah. they were appalled that he was. No, okay, they are right. not. 
They're not in here. Do we see any robots we know? There is a new robot that who built itself, as I understand. Um, kind of. I I don't I don't know about the spe- it made improvements okay. at least on itself. Um, also, you find out some things about Lando that you did not previously know. D- that he likes Colt forty five is what I remember. Also, might be into robots. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not kidding. Like, all right. There's, I was just like, wow. Respect, Lando. Now, do any other women wear their hair in braids around their ears? Um, if they did, it was in the background, and I okay. did not immediately notice it. All right, because I I would have thought that that was a thing of the time. That's all. It may have just been for really rich girls, because mm. keep in mind, like who, like Princess Leia's, well, her adopted father was mm-hmm. like at that point maybe it was just big on alderaan oh okay i don't, I don't I know see that i All mean right. keep in mind this isn't just like it's not even like per hemisphere or like state you're talking about universally it could have just been a thing that they did in that one particular region of alderaan mm-hmm. we don't know i get that now um it is rated pg-13 i believe so it's certainly not r no no no, no. wouldn't that be interesting um, That'd be a whole different shower scene, I guess. Props to Lando Calrissian. Like, All right. basically, at one point in the movie, um, he and Han are oozing just charisma at at one another. Like, I I need to see these two like further develop this relationship. So, do you need a standalone Lando? I, I I would honestly watch it. Like, the character is is fascinating. He's deceitful. He's engaging like he's preposterous like just but, like you like you just <laughs> oh my god like and if billy d williams does not get a shot at episode nine something uh. they i who who else have you mined like failed to mine for these seven eight and nine mm-hmm. yeah you, you killed akbar basically off screen like which well, made the, me about lose the, my mind the voice actor did die but still, I'm just it's, it's a guy in a suit. You can I can there can be another. It's a trap. Listen, like you've Yoda, like Chewbacca, um, R2D2. These are all characters that don't necessarily aren't linked directly to a single actor. And I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not trying to insult what any of them have done for it. Um, but this is a character that, like I said, do, didn't need necessarily have to go out because the actor had passed. Correct. And I felt it was just tremendously disrespectful, especially considering what happened at the Battle of Endor. Exactly. That's all I'm saying. You think there should be a standalone Sarlacc movie? Um, I, I think there's not a lot of <laughs> places you can go, literally and narratively, with it. Um, <laughs> but s- somewhere someone's going, Sarlacc, you said. Uh, slowly digested <laughs> over the course of a thousand years. Yeah, that, the conversations there in we there. Go. Okay, so Solo, a Star Wars story. That's just a funny title to me. I don't, I don't, if, if Star Wars was not what it was, if it was not a billion dollar franchise that Disney, like the, the Lord and Master of franchises, paid George Lucas, was it five billion or four billion? I forget. It, it was it multi had billions. 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 Who who does not know that it's a Star Wars story? Like, I, I think it's an unnecessary thing. Like, it's like me having to go, have you had a Big Mac? The sandwich from McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, you have. Yeah. You absolutely have. Mm-hmm. Han Solo. Oh, I, is is that that gentleman from the Indiana Jones? <laughs> no. No one thinks that. Yeah. So, Solo, you should see it. It will be a delightful popcorn fun summer romp. This film is not necessary to understand anything that happens in 4, 5, and 6. It may not be necessary, but the film is a lot of fun and does not labor undertaking itself too seriously. Oh, I love that. Now, being uh, rated PG, where do you think the age line is for kids who love Star Wars? My son is eight, and he watched it with me. And? Or one of one of my one of I took one of my sons. Um, he is eight. He he enjoyed it, and at no point as a parent was I questioning the fact that I had brought him to see this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Star Wars has always been a film that you can comfortably take your families to, and even the aforementioned shower scene was not explicit to the point that <laughs> I thought Disney had crossed the line. Correct. Okay. Um, but no, like, honestly, like, if your kids like space and lasers um, and swords and lighty <laughs> swords and, I mean, I, I, if, you, if they've ever seen a Star Wars movie, They'll like, like it. I think okay. they're going to like this one. Okay. So, Solo, a Star Wars movie, you should go see. I would, I will, I will see it again. I will get the, the 4K Blu-ray of this. Like, it will be a film that I watch, maybe not as much as, say, Empire, but it's a film that... I will find a necessity in revisiting. And I want to throw this out there as well. People who say, oh, I never watch a movie more than once. <sighs> I don't understand well, what are you. what are you doing with your time? I know. Sleeping? <sighs> I don't get that uh, at all. Work, working? I don't, I don't know. I do, I do both of those things, and yeah. I still find a reason to watch X-Men 2 at least twice a month. And they say it to me like they're proud of it. That's, I mean, it's an embarrassment. <laughs> but I mean, they say the first the first step is admittance. Maybe that's what it is. Okay, they're coming to you for help. All right, that, that's obvious. Okay, so Solo, a Star Wars story, is a definite yes from Adam, and uh, I was going to see it anyway because why wouldn't I? And that's that's our advice for parental guidance suggested. No parental guidance really needed on this one. Don't bring an infant ever. That's yes. <laughs> that's our parental that's guidance just poor, too. That's just poor planning. Yeah, it certainly is. So, thank you so much for hanging out with us. And at any time you want us to talk more about Star Wars or Star Trek or anything spacey, fantasy-wise, if it starts with the word star, we have got you covered. I don't uh, even, yeah, hmm? I don't know that much about Star Command. I'll do. I'll podcast something about that for Last you. Last Starfighter. I'm there. Just saying. I'm Jane Ellen. I'm Adam Cravens.